I'm Arielle Azor, host of Write This Way, and today we're going to talk about the LGBT community in the media. So I think it's clear to probably anybody who watches any television at all that the LGBT community is very overrepresented in television, I think even on the news and in stories and, and things like that. Like there's a story about a gay person they're choosing that one over a story about a straight person because it's a gay person. So we have to talk about them because really, I mean, there's not that many gay people like percentage of Americans. It's close to 5%. Some say it's a little closer to 4.5%. Obviously it depends on where you look, but that's the number of Americans that are gay trans anywhere anywhere in those lines, I think, anywhere in those lines are like, you know, those lines blur a lot, but close to them, I guess. And the actual number of that, that's the actual number, but the, the number on TV is closer to 10 to 15%, again, depending on where you look, but 15%, even 10, it's double what it actually is. How the media wants you to see it is double. The media wants you to think that it's normal. They want you to think that being gay, that being transgender, that being bisexual, which I think is basically the same thing as gay, except you're also straight, which is really confusing. But they want you to think this is normal, and they want you to think, hey, I should try that. You know what? This, this relationship isn't working out for me. Let me try something else. They want you to think that is a normal thinking process. It's not but they want you to think it is. Why would we let the media, Hollywood, control anything we think? Why would we want to? We don't. I think some people don't realize how much it's meant. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, that's not a really a big deal. If they want to put that on their show, they can put that on their show. Of course they can. It's their show. And if I don't like it, I won't watch it. Understandable. That would be my response to it. But the problem is young people who don't see what they're doing, who cannot say, oh yeah, that's not actually normal. They want me to think it is, but that's, that's not normal. I know that, so it doesn't affect me to watch it. But for young people, let's talk about Disney Channel for a minute. Disney Channel has gay characters now. It started with Good Luck Charlie. Um, I think they had two gay moms a couple years ago, years. And now I think there's a TV show um, that the main character is gay or one of the main characters is definitely gay. So uh, we're going there. And that's kind of, again, the issue is that children watching Disney Channel, which is supposed to be safe and about good, nice, wholesome things like Hannah Montana, Sweet Life on Deck, you know, not gay people and sex because they're children. We don't need to be talking about that. It's not just television. Again, it's also the media. It's portraying a much, much larger community. And we see this with all these leftist liberals that are not a part of the LGBT community, LGBTQ community. We see people go and support them on marches and, and even not just marches, but they're such big advocates of supporting people who are gay, people who are trans. They're huge advocates of it. And they make like everything about it. Again, that's kind of the issue is they're already overrepresented. 
So do we also have to talk about them and how great it is and, and in interviews and, uh, and the Oscars and all of this stuff and we've got to bring this sort of thing up? Really? Do we? No, of course not. But they say, look at us. We are so progressive with rights, really. There's, there's nothing, nothing missing. There's nothing else they need to be fighting for and, and advocating for. So at this point, what are they doing? They're pushing it on straight people. When we go back to Disney Channel here, you're confusing young people who don't know any better. They don't know any different. You're not gay. You're not. Just because Disney Channel told you it's okay and, and told you this and this you know, one kid who sits next to you in third period doesn't actually like you back, you're not gay. Disney Channel and all of television, Hollywood, I think in general, is saying this is okay, this is normal. They want to normalize it so much. And this is the thing is they always have to go overboard. They want to normalize it so much that they want everybody to just do it. And, and, and you know, it doesn't matter. And you can just be gender fluid and, and all of these crazy things they made up. Well, where does it end? If a five-year-old decides one day that, that is a boy, if he decides one day he would like to wear a dress to school and Disney Channel and, you know, his teachers and stuff are telling him, yeah, it's okay. Of course that's okay. You can wear a dress to school, son. It doesn't matter. You're just going to confuse the child again. Children need structure. They need some sort of, uh, they, they need to learn what is okay and what is not okay. And they can learn through experiences, but they can also learn through you telling them. Because here's what's going to happen in the real world. This is not what happens maybe in California public schools, but in the real world. If a five-year-old goes to school in a dress and he's a boy, the other boys and maybe even the girls are going to be like, what the heck are you wearing? And they're going to make fun of him and they're going to laugh at him all day. That's what's going to happen. And he's going to learn from his mistakes. But if his mom or his dad, either one, hopefully both, say, no, you're not going to wear a dress to school because you're a boy. Sometimes you do have to learn that sort of thing. And so he's learning. And here's the thing is he can learn from experience or he can learn from his parents. That's kind of their job is to teach him what he should wear, how he should act and, and, you know, behave and, and all of those things and what's appropriate and not appropriate. Let's talk about something very similar. If he is really into hunting or whatever, and his dad just got him his first pocket knife and we'll say he's like six or seven, eight, I don't know. He can't be that young and have a pocket knife, I guess, but we'll say he's like eight this time. And he wants to bring his pocket knife to school. Again, you tell him, no, you can't bring your pocket knife to school because you're not allowed to bring weapons to school. I understand you're not using it for that, but like, listen, that's, that's a rule. He doesn't know that. So if you're a good parent, if you're a normal parent who loves their child, what would you do? Would you let him take the knife to school, get suspended, get in huge trouble and learn from his experience? Or would you just say, oh no, you actually can't have knives in school. And he'd be like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense actually. Right? That's what you would do. That is what any normal person would do. But the media and television and, and Hollywood in general, they tell you that if you want to raise your kid normally, normally, really, it's just normal, then you're a bigot. You're homophobic. You should raise your child genderless because you'll confuse them if you don't. You might make your child think that he, who is a boy and was born a boy with male body parts, you might confuse him into thinking he's a boy even though he's a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. These parents that raise their kids genderless, 
That is confusing. That is what's confusing them because the rest of the world has genders. Mommy and daddy had you because they are opposite genders. They each have their own gender. That is, that is how you have parents, right? And now this kid, he looks at his parents and he doesn't know which parent is his same gender role model. So he's very confused. And especially if he's a boy, it's extra confusing because mom is around the house more. So mom becomes his main, main role model and he probably becomes very feminine. Again, nothing wrong with being a little feminine, but confusing our children is wrong. Confusing our children and not just confusing, but like I think actually allowing them to change genders, child abuse, complete, utter child abuse, absolutely. No, I mean, there is absolutely no way to refute that. Letting a child take hormones who does not know any better. Again, that's the thing is they just don't know. This is an age where they're very impressionable. You have to shape your kids and and tell them what is okay and what is not acceptable. But when you say, oh, he likes, he likes my dress. He thinks it's pretty. The kid thinks it's pretty because it's long and flowy or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, he's never seen it before. Maybe you don't wear dresses a lot. It does not mean he wants a dress. And that's the thing is I feel like these crazy progressive moms are like, oh my gosh, do I have a gay child, a trans child? Which one? I'm going to choose gay. No, I'm going to choose trans because that'll make me look more progressive. And now I know that is not exactly what's going on in their head, but I, I really think that it's, it's something it's, I want to be progressive. I want to be progressive. And because they think it's okay, they're going to do it. Course, son, you want to wear a dress? Let me paint your nails. No, uh-uh, absolutely not. But again, progressive. My son's nails are painted and you can't say anything about it because I'm a progressive mom. Are you, are you a homophobe? That's the thing is you're like, why are his nails painted? He's a boy. You're homophobic, aren't you? You're such a homophobe. Like, no, I, I, it's a boy. I'm making an observation. I'm confused. But Hollywood doesn't care, right? Hollywood is doing it to their own children. Of course they don't care what happens to yours. And of course there's no long-term, I think they like to say there's no long-term, um, but it's no secret that the LGBT community, trans people especially, have a much, much higher suicide rate, way more mental health issues. Statistically, they, they do. And no one sees a problem with that. No, they're not looking. That's the thing, is they're, they're not looking for a problem with that. Why would there be a problem with being progressive and accepting everybody the way that they are? I don't think we need more acceptance for people being different. I, I don't think that these people are unhappy that they contemplate suicide because they don't feel culturally accepted. I think it's because there is a greater issue, a greater mental health issue, which is kind of a little bit what we got into last week, that we really need to focus on in this country. I don't think Charlize Theron, I'm pretty sure her child's genderless. I don't think she knows her child actually has a gender. I really don't think she knows that because all of her friends and everybody that she associates with and the rest of the world who follows her on Instagram and, and who watches her, is she an actress, who watches her movies, all of them have input about how she should be raising her child. She doesn't 
want to hear it, probably. But it doesn't matter. She's been affected and she's been infected by this thinking, by this progressiveness that does, it just, it's too far. It's like gay people were not accepted for so long. They said, we have to make up for this. We have to make up for the last thousands of years. Why do you think it wasn't accepted for so many years in so many different cultures? That's what I think is so interesting too. There are so, so, so many cultures that did not for a long time or still do not accept being gay. There's so many cultures. It's, it's not like the British, uh, you know, like when we came from them and stuff and, and we were like just really traditional and, and didn't know. There's so many cultures that, not even Christian cultures, that do not accept being gay. Something to think about. I love watching television that has good American Christian values, but it's really hard to find any. I hardly watch TV anywhere because it's so bad. And it's like, it's not even, you know, it's not like I see a gay person on TV and I absolutely have to turn off the TV. It's, it's not like that. But when it's a focal point, for no reason. That's the thing is it's, it's just like a, it's a, it's a totally gratuitous gay scene for absolutely no reason. Has nothing to do with a storyline. If you want to build that into your plot, I'm okay with that. Might not be my kind of show. Other people probably love it, but it's, it, it's just added in there. And that's the thing. LGBTQ community, they should feel, they shouldn't, I feel like people wouldn't praise this if they actually thought about it for one second. Because just putting them there doesn't really do anything. Putting gay people in the background of a restaurant date scene, it doesn't do anything. It's just there. And, you're, and, and it's, it's cheap and cheesy. If you want to build it into your storyline, build it into your storyline. But at the end of the day, people who like that go watch gay movies. There's always been gay films and, and things like that. And I, I don't see why there cannot be a separation. The overrepresentation and cheap, cheapness of it, it's just poorly done. And it's just, it's just not necessary. I don't think that's what people want to see on TV. I think people, I, th I really do think people like to see things that reflect their values and their beliefs. And there's nothing wrong with having diversity. I think diversity is great, but I want to be able to choose to watch my show. I, I just kind of want to be able to choose what I can watch. And this is the thing is it's like gay people can choose to watch gay films or straight people. You can choose to watch gay films, but you can't choose to watch non-gay films anymore. That's, that's kind of what it is, is it's like, it's not like, you know, there's never been no option to watch gay films, but now kind of no option to watch straight people on TV. And of course there's still more straight people than gay people. I know that I'm not saying that, but it, there's no option. There's no option anymore. There's no choice. It's just, everybody has to accept this. This is totally normal. Look at how normal this is. It's like this many people. It's not even true. It is not statistically representative of the actual population of people in LGBTQ community in the United States of America. It's not. I think overrepresentation is confusing for children. It's confusing, honestly, for everybody. 
because I think you start, you know, you see like four different gay couples on the same TV show in one night and then you go out to dinner and it's like, oh my gosh, like, are they gay? Or is that like father and son? Like, it's like, you don't even know anymore. And I mean, that sounds like a really silly thing, but even the LGBTQ community should be upset over this. It's so cheap and it's so, it's just a gratuitous, unnecessary gay scene that nobody needed. You should feel, if you're part of the LGBTQ community, you should feel offended. I'm not going to get offended for you because that's what the left is for, but they're kind of failing here. So I think, I think we got to take a look at what's going on here. I think we should probably question these progressives every once in a while. If you enjoyed this episode, you can give me a thumbs up on YouTube. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can also check out my Instagram at right.this.way.